Welcome to Socially Distanced. On this episode, we have Lucy and Daniel in Rotterdam. Thank you, Lucy and Daniel, for joining. Hi. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us, Adam. Uh, As with most guests, at least in the early episodes, uh, Lucy and Daniel are two people that I know and and hold uh, near and dear to my heart. I've known Lucy for almost my entire life. Um, And I'm excited feels like the wrong word, but I'm very happy to be talking to you, even though the excuse here is we're in a global crisis and I want to talk to people around the world. But I I would love to hear from from both of you in your own words. What what's the experience right now? You're in another country. You've been living there for a while. Um, What's going on? Yeah, I mean, the Netherlands is uh, it's interesting because we're in Europe. So we were in the prior epicenter or adjacent to the epicenter of what's going on with obviously with Italy. But the Netherlands uniquely of some of these Western European countries in the EU has actually not done as much as they could that we're not in a full lockdown. Um, We are able to kind of go out and shop. You're encouraged to stay home, but things are open like flower shops, hardware stores. Um, Yeah, non-essential stores are still open. They've closed, they've done these measures as of yesterday where they've, it's very detailed and hard to kind of follow. So a lot of people are confused and most people that we know are taking the steps to fully isolate themselves and Mm -hmm. stay home and do everything that the rest of the world is kind of encouraging people to do. But the actual uh, rules, laws here are, I would say, a bit lax in my opinion, considering the stage that the Netherlands is at, like 80 people died yesterday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a high number um, and there's a lot of people who have it and they haven't tested many people. So for you really are only uh, encouraged to come to the hospital if you're at death's door to get a test even. Um, so yeah, needless to say, I'm, I'm not, I, I feel like the priorities of the country are focused very much on the economy continuing to run. Um, it sounds very much like the United States still. Say it again. Sounds very much like the United States at a, na- yeah. at a yes. national level, yeah. right? Absolutely. Um, even though, and I don't know the, the 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 domestic structure in the Netherlands, but you know, in the U.S., it's a state by state sort of decision right now on how severe or intense the measures are. Right. Yeah. Here, here it's uh, well, it's a smaller country, mm-hmm. and uh, um, yeah, so it's just a countrywide implementation of the rules and um, the mayors of each city have like some power to do some things but it's yeah the government is really directing everything yeah. but you could kind of compare the states to the countries of the eu <laughs> yeah Not for sure men, with all due respect to the countries yeah, of the yeah. eu with this kind of hodgepodge but yet it's open borders and people are crossing all the time mm-hmm. so really to really make effective change you have to all kind of be on the same page Mm -hmm. and actually even the italian i think it was a mayor in bergamo in italy and he called out the netherlands a day or two ago saying um you know i don't believe that's the way to go forward and i'm worried for your country and it's yeah we'll we'll see hope i mean 
hoping for the best, obviously, but um, yeah, yeah, it's this is the thing that I find fascinating and why I want to have these conversations and why I think it will be interesting for other people to hear these conversations. It's one thing to read the news and to look at the data, but this is such a this is such a human experience. You know, this is impacting people everywhere of every walk of life and it's changing things even if it's temporary although i think some of this will be very long term it's changing things and i'm wondering are have there been major shifts in the way that you're practicing sort of your life like i know social distancing is is the thing that's the name of the show but have you experienced changes in your everyday life whether it's mandated or just like personal choices that you're making? Well, so the, I think a big change has been our, um, our yeah, seeing our friends. Mm -hmm. So we like, because we live in Rotterdam and a lot of our friends live in The Hague or in Amsterdam. So we're actually quite spread out. And um, so to, to get to all these places, you kind of need to use public transport, trains, etc. And um, they've really clamped down on the amount of trains and where it's actually accessible. So um, going to Amsterdam, which would be like going from one side of New York to the other, basically, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> like to, talk, uh, to quantify the distance, like that's just not really possible. I mean, it's doable, yeah. but like, you're kind of, there's a lot of risk involved. And mm -hmm. yeah, so we're like, we personally, we're like really taking it as seriously as we can. Mm -hmm. So we're basically quarantining ourselves, even though we don't have symptoms. Yeah, of course. We're basically quarantining yeah. ourselves, only going out to go to the shops, get some exercise, and I go to my work. Right. And Lucy works from home at the moment. So yeah, we're yeah. both in that respect. We're both incredibly lucky that not much structurally, and we're we're not in danger mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm you know, losing our livelihood or, um, in yeah, the in the short, exactly. <laughs> yeah, in the short course. term <laughs> as self, self, uh, employed, uh, artists, but we're also, yeah, I mean, I guess it's been about two weeks now since we've seen it for me that I've seen anyone other than Daniel and the mailman and like who I buy groceries from. But what you're, it makes me think too, like how I actually have, we were talking about this the other night, I have really connected almost more in the past two weeks with a lot of my friends who I don't see on a regular basis, but we're checking in with each other, oh, yeah. we're having longer phone calls, we're, you know, really making a point to connect. And that's been really helpful to offset that feeling of, of going inward, but also simultaneously going outward, like you're saying, like we're all we're all, it's like, we're all free. No one is like, Oh, sorry. I'm, you know, I mean, Traveling. people are working. Yeah. They're like, no, no. <laughs> um, we know that we know where each other is mostly. And again, being so lucky in that way to have a home, to have a space to shelter, I think is another, uh, feeling that's really Daniel and I, you know, as, as you know, Adam, we just moved to Rotterdam yeah. into our own apartment. And before that we were living in Amsterdam in a house with eight, to 10 people. I don't know and, if I knew that part. Oh, I knew that you yeah. had your own place. Yeah, I assumed you moved from your own place to your own place. No, we were living in a home. I mean, you know, it was like a, a former student house that had morphed into kind of like a young creative's home. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> in that way. Co-living. <laughs> yeah, co-living. Sure. Uh, A Wes Anderson I... film in the making. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but now we just feel like, oh, thank God we got into this apartment on our own because that would have been a whole other level of stress with a group of people and quarantining or who's going out or coming mm -hmm. back. And Are you on the um, same page? Exactly. I think yeah. that's such an interesting point. And, and you mentioned sort of this, the privilege of, of being able to continue working in, at the moment. I think it's really yeah. important to understand, and you do, everything's changing on a daily and weekly basis. Yeah. But I, I think one of the big things that's come up for me is all of these reminders of how much privilege I have. Absolutely. You know, so being able to continue working is a big one. In the United States, in some states and in some cities, people are worried about access to food. Yeah. And this idea of food insecurity is new. And that's actually a privilege because there are people that live with food insecurity their entire life, exactly. you know? Yeah. And so there, are, there have been these like philosophical and existential, moral, ethical sort of realities that are presented, at least to me and I know to other people I've talked to, where we get to think about, wow, like all of these things that we have, even if they're being taken away because of this insane crisis, are temp they may be temporary, most likely, and we've had them forever anyways. Right. It's pretty interesting. And, and that all of these things that that I'm currently valuing so much really should be human rights, like shelter, food security, the income to at least to purchase what you need and and healthcare. And if this if this moment, if there could be any blessing of this time, I can only hope that it is this moment of collective breath for a real change to happen like what do we really value and what do we really want all together and that extreme income inequality and like not having equity is the most important thing i agree i mean i'm not surprised that you're bringing this up and that we're talking about this together <laughs> because i know you <laughs> yeah but i, I do think it you're you're right, and it, it's it's putting a mirror up to a lot of things. Um, what is it? I mean, I know you all chose each other, and you're married, and you live together, and all that good stuff. But what are some things that, that you're doing to sort of process and be in a space for, you know, two weeks, but maybe longer, you know, in a, in a slightly different format? Uh, I think something that we've been. Uh doing is kind of like because yeah the the situation is constantly changing it's like how can we create a, a space for ourselves that is sustainable for a longer period of time if we're, we don't have access to um yeah services uh, supermarket and so so um with like kind of preparing ourselves with like getting some a reasonable amount <laughs> of toilet paper in. Reasonable amount of dry food. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning yeah. reasonable, I would then say like a week supply. Right. Yeah. yeah. So just getting a week supply of everything and getting some like getting extra books in that we thought would be interesting. Like some uh uh, what was one of the books that we that we got? Like one on homesteading and mm. self sufficiency, yeah. kind of like pickling or oh, canning like that. things that 
just I'm always of, like wanting to do. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 So kind of just yeah. like somehow like uh, distilling down the, what it, what it means to have like a space and like kind of thinking about, okay, how can, how can you get a space to work for you as well? Yeah. You know, to, to yeah. actually sustain you in, in your desire to continue. Mm -hmm. and we've been trying to keep a really good routine together like we get up at you know early and have tea in the morning and kind of like center and then daniel goes off the studio and i work and then he comes home generally around the same time and we make dinner and i think that really helps as well like this kind of ritual ritualistic without it being too where we mix it up or like we'll get carry out or you know maybe someday when the weather gets nicer we'll I don't know. We'll sit in. We'll, we'll sit in the backyard. Um, but it also reminds me when you say that that we one thing the Netherlands has done or has proclaimed is that we this will be the situation basically until June first. Wow. So we have a time now, and that I think actually helps in some way alleviate the uncertainty because you can kind of settle into wow, that's a long time, but we know at least that things are a certain way. Um, And all I can see change. I mean, there's always a possibility that they shift that and say, Hey, never mind. We feel like we beat this, like, never mind. But I think uh, there's also the possibility that become, it becomes more of a real lockdown at some point if they think, okay, it's out of, this is, we can't have, uh, we can't be as lax as we thought we could. Um, I think, I think it's a, a really interesting highlight, sort of picking a date that's that's not super close. It's not forever away, but like June 1st, right? You have all of April, you have all of May, and that sort of psychological space that it creates, like you just said, to settle. And it also gives the government and, and sort of the society within the Netherlands to receive a shift in information, let's say, in at the end of april it's like we're reassessing and we need to extend this for a couple months Mm -hmm. versus like on a daily or weekly basis everything is changing you have no time to process yeah or 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 like uh trump saying uh (laughs) everything's going to be up and running by easter (laughs) like economy's opening again oh gosh (laughs) american Uh, open for business unbelievable unbelievable yeah i mean then that is the the um, yeah, the interesting thing is like, yeah, that t- what what how time starts to shift. Our perceptions of time become so stretched or condensed or kind of unraveling in some ways too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I was I, I was talking to with Lucy about this, and I was kind of saying well, this this time is almost like uh, an exhale. Oh yeah, if, if you know what I mean, like we're we're yeah. like constantly in this, in yeah, this yeah, yeah. Of inhaling, like got to get everything done, got to get everything done, and then suddenly there's just this um, like collective exhale where we're like really like yeah having the ex breath and we're just like really settling down. I mean, yeah. I just, I totally I totally agree. It's there's there's this there's this feeling with the clients that I have in my coaching work where we're where we're, this is what you just said, you know, but we're always kind of breathing in and we're moving very fast. 
and nothing is ever enough and there's always more to do and when you add the geography of our lives into it getting home going to work getting kids not getting kids going to see friends which which are all amazing things by the way but we we don't realize how frantic things get on a daily basis i mean erica and i are very social people and so like really are. <laughs> you realize how how Amazing. much energy it takes and not that we don't want to socialize but yeah you're totally right it it we are being forced right now to slow down and it does give it does give us time for this collective exhale which i i think that's a great way to put it and we're going to we're going to we're going to I'm going to ask you one more question because I feel like that was a good sort of <laughs> segue but when when the two of you think about sort of at a global level and you you alluded to this a moment a moment ago Daniel but when you think about this at a global level what are some of the other reflections that are coming to mind for you um i th i think there's it's so in this thought of exhaling it also gives a um uh, an opportunity to look at where we are look at how we got here mm -hmm. and also think about how do we want our future how do how, how do we want to create a future that isn't just a continuation of um the reality before the exhale <laughs> you know that, I mean. like let's not go back to normal let's yeah. like new normal yeah. the, the the only thing that's well we can't imagine a different future until there is until it happens if you yeah. know what i mean that's like our our like uh like kind of our the way we always just think about things but actually if we start to take space and have an active uh thinking and discussion around it i think there's many, many things that could be happening. Yeah. Or people can imagine an, another future is just other people have a hard time getting on board with right. it as well. For and sure, I think that's sure, part of it sure. too. It's like collective. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like to open it up where people have space and a moment to think. And I, yeah. yeah. I love it. I mean, I think coming out of this, there will be portions of society that make noticeable shifts. Yeah. And there will be portions that yeah. that don't yeah. For, yeah, for a million reasons. They don't want to. They may not know how to. Yeah. Uh, they may not be given the space to. Absolutely. Right. And so I yeah. think that is a really good point is really reflecting on what are we learning and what are we experiencing and what do we want to take out of this? Yeah. Yeah. Anything on your mind, Lucy? Or are you feeling complete in the conversation? No, I think it's really nice to speak with you about these things. And I'm, I'm excited to hear what other people are also conversing with you on. I think it's hard right now because we're still in, in this kind of early, early moment to have clear thought, clearer thoughts as well. It feels mm -hmm. like everything's happening. So it's hard to reflect. Mm -hmm. um, so I've noticed my, myself, I have reflections and thoughts that kind of rise and fall and mm. then shift because of new information or something that I'm learning. And yeah, I think that it's, it's just really important to 
I, like one of my favorite things to think about is like, we're only as safe as the most vulnerable among us. Mm-hmm. And that I think really applies in this situation as well. And the, it's very exciting to think that this could shift us into maybe a moment where vulnerability becomes our focus. How do mm-hmm. we care for each other and really grow that care together? I love it. I mean, I feel that and I feel that and I I think you're right. Um, I want to thank both of you for taking the time to talk tonight uh, for you all. It was very meaningful. Well, thank you, Adam. Thanks for inviting us. It's really wonderful what you're doing and I'm looking forward to more. (laughs) (laughs) And a quick thank you for listening to Socially Distanced, hosted by me, Adam. Uh, Stay safe and remember we are all more connected than we ever imagined.